Welcome to the Stop and Think podcast. This is Will Dole. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying, you can rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Today, we have a paper I wrote entitled House Built. The first four chapters of 2 Samuel prepare the way for the introduction of David as king over the whole nation of Israel, an event which takes place in chapter 5 of 2 Samuel. At this point, the arc of David's life is still very much ascendant. And the ascendancy of David is driven home by the opening verses of chapter 3, which are the chiastic center of chapters 1 through 4. However, while David's ascendance is the keynote, there are literary hints that the foundation may have its cracks. 2 Samuel 3, verses 1 through 6 in the ESV read, There was a long war between the house of Saul and the house of David. And David grew stronger and stronger, while the house of Saul became weaker and weaker. And sons were born to David at Hebron. His firstborn was Amnon, of Ahinoam of Jezreel, and his second, Kiliab, of Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel, and the third, Absalom, the son of Mekah, the daughter of Talmai, king of Geshur, and the fourth, Adonijah, the son of Haggith, and the fifth, Shephatiah, the son of Abital, and the sixth, Ithream, of Eglah. David's wife. These were born to David in Hebron. While there was war between the house of Saul and the house of David, Abner was making himself strong in the house of Saul. Bracketing this pericope, this paragraph, are notes on houses. In verse 1, we read that there was extended warfare between the houses of David and Saul, and though we don't have the dates, one might reasonably assume that this stretched the entire seven and a half years from when David was anointed king in Judah, 2 Samuel 2.5, until he was made king over the United Tribes, chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. And in this period, the house of Saul is losing steam. Peter Lightheart notes in his commentary that while there are over seven years in which David is at Hebron, Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, is only said to have reigned for two of those years. Thus, Abner, David, rather, Saul's commander of his army, likely due to the Philistine advances following the death of Saul, seems to have had great difficulty in establishing Saul's heir to the throne. And this weakness in the house of Saul is exemplified in just how strong Abner himself was in contrast with Ishbosheth, the royal heir. And that plays out in the verses following our text. Contrast this with the growing strength of David. This is the point of listing out all six of David's wives and the sons he fathered with each of them in verses 2 through 5. This display of strength or prestige is a marked increase from the two wives mentioned in the previous chapter, chapter 2 and verse 2. And further, these marriages were strategic. The, the marriage to Mekah made Geshur, a small Aramean kingdom northeast of the Sea of Galilee, his ally strategically in Ishbosheth's Rear notes commentator Dale Ralph Davis. Further, Victor Hamilton notes that on, the only other Ahinoam mentioned in Scripture is the wife of Saul in 1 Samuel 14.50, to whom the prophet Nathan may be referring when he says that God has given David his master's wives, 2 Samuel 12.8. So this possible allegiance with, or we might say conquering of, Saul's house will only be further cemented when David demands to have his first wife, Michael, return to him in chapter 3, verse 14. God's 
blessing David in these verses with an increasing house, and it, it foreshadows the strength God promises later in chapter 7 when God makes a covenant with David. There, David seeks to build a house for the Lord in chapter 7, verse 2, but God counters by saying that God will build a house for David instead, chapter 7 and verse 11. But in the foundation of this house, we see that there is disobedience in the mortar. If this all sounds rosy and promising, we ought to remember that God had previously given instructions for how a king ought to behave in Israel, Deuteronomy chapter 17, verses 14 through 20. And one of the key commands in that text is that the king should not multiply wives for himself, Deuteronomy 17, 17. And while the narrator does not go out of his way here in 2 Samuel 3 to editorialize or tell us, warning, warning, this is bad, we ought to take note. At least two of these sons, Amnon and Absalom, are going to be great sources of sorrow in David's life. And these various marriages, probably undertaken for primarily political reasons, will end up blowing up in David's face. As Lightheart puts it, ironically, the very institution intended to unify Israel ends up dividing it. 2 Samuel chapter 3, verses 1-6 through 6 is a key text demonstrating that God was indeed building David's house. Though that process was slow, drawn out over the course of years, David's quiver was being filled with arrows, Psalm 127, verses 4 through 5. However, disobedience to the Lord's design for marriage and family would ultimately mean that David's house would be one full of trouble and dissension. And all of this would lead to the splitting of the kingdom in the days following Solomon and the seeming destruction of David's house at the exile. But ultimately, these troubles all lead the reader to anticipate the greater son of David, Matthew 1.1, who would be faithful over all God's house as a son, Hebrews 3.6. Practically, the take-home from this passage is to lean upon the Lord to fight your battles. David was faithful in trusting the Lord to increase his house, never desiring to engage in open warfare with Saul or his descendants. But even in the midst of that general faithfulness, we see David's heir in seeking to make elite alliances outside of God's provision, embracing what to earthly eyes was a political shrewdness, yet in reality was the seedbed of many of his own heartaches. Building David's house was God's work, so David should have heeded the words of the later Hudson Taylor and been diligent to do it God's way. This has been the Stopping to Think podcast. I'm your host, Will Dole. Thanks for listening.